episode of Coffee and a Combo Podcast. That's my little jingle. Do you like my little jingle, Cameron? No. I like Dirt Bike Lovers. <laughs> Do you want more tahine? Because it's over there. No, not yet. Not, okay. not more tahine. No more tahine? Okay. No more tahine. Um, so, I'm one of your hosts, Jenna Berglund. I'm the brunette of the two of us. Who is also single as a Pringle. Single as a Pringle and ready to mingle, huh? If you know what I mean. No, not actually. Um, and my name is Cameron. She's the old stuff you married while she's no fun. I'm blonde. I'm 22 and you're 21. I just realized that today. Yeah, that's I was wild. thinking to myself, like, oh, we're both 22. No. But we're not. No. You're, but, you're older than me. But just by a few months. She's going to be joining the 22 Club very soon. Feeling 22. What if I just sing song this whole episode? If you sing a song? Yeah, like sing song, all my words like this. I would... Would you... I would not air this episode. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Glad we drew that line in Okay, the should we tell them why we have tahine on our drinks today? Yeah, Cameron, you, you tell them. them. Okay, okay. So, Jenna made me a white... A mango white cloth smoothie, and I asked her, I said, where did you get this recipe from? And she said, from her brain. So, hmm. she made this up. She said, it's like the third time she's made it. This is the best alcoholic beverage I have ever had. I am not joking. Oh my gosh, I'm like a I, professional I am not joking. I am not joking. Like, this is better than, oh my gosh, what are the pink drinks that you get, like, at Bob's Steakhouse? Oh, like daiquiris? Yes, these are better than strawberry daiquiris. Yeah, they're these pretty good. are pretty good. So I'm pretty proud good. of myself. And it's so summery and fresh, and, okay, you tell them what's all in it because I, I won't be able to remember everything. Okay, so I do frozen pineapple chunks or frozen mango chunks, and then I do... Which one is this one? This pineapple? is frozen pineapple okay. chunks. Okay. It's a little less sweet. Okay. Pineapple, the pineapple is like more sour. Okay. Okay. And then I do um, a little bit of vodka and then I do white claw and mango juice. The thick kind of mango juice, you guys. Either get it from like the Mexican store or get the Simply Smoothie brand in the grocery store. And then I add your, and then you add your choice of like a berry Moscato. And just blend it all up. You don't need to add any ice or anything because your fruit is already frozen. Blend that all up and then pour a little tahini on top. And for those of you who don't know what tahini is, also you can find it at your local Mexican grocery store. Or you can go and find it in like the Mexican aisle at, you know, like Walmart or Hy-Vee or, or whatever. Or if you live in the middle of nowhere and don't have any of those, you could probably get it on Amazon. Probably get it on Amazon. It'll change your life. It's two ingredients. It's just dried like lime and chili powder like that's it it's chili and lime two ingredients so amazing once you put it on like pineapple or um like citrusy drinks there's this drink that serena's boyfriend makes us and it's what is it serena it's like grapefruit and um tequila and what else i don't know what's in that oh okay well anyway, <laughs> it's like no idea Squirt. Okay, so it's squirt and grapefruit and tequila and magical stuff. And then he sprinkles tahini on top of it, and it's so good. So once you, like, try any kind of, like, citrusy or, um, or like, margarita or anything with tahini on it, or you try, like, pineapple with tahini on it or mango with tahini on it, you guys, you will never be able to go back. It's so simple, but it's so good. It adds so much. Wouldn't you say, Cameron? It is like, this is what makes the drink, you guys. Right. It is so good. It I just, felt like I was on a beach in Mexico. Yeah. While it, drinking it. It just, it just adds the perfect little... Mm. Did you say that the mango white claw was in it? Yeah, the mango white okay. claw was I was, like, yeah. writing it down the ingredients, because once again, guys, we'll post it to our story, and I didn't hear you say that. I must yeah. just have gotten behind. Okay. Yep. So yep. I wanted to make sure you threw that in there. Super, And I like how you said amazing. there's a little bit of vodka in it, because you told me there's a lot of vodka. 
Okay, yeah. There, I did put a if lot. If people actually want to make it, if they actually want to make it correctly, you have to tell them the actual amount. Okay, so the actual amount is probably going to be like two cups of frozen, two to three cups of frozen fruit. That's probably going to be like three to four shots of vodka, and then it's going to be like two full cans of White Claw, and then like maybe one cup of Moscato, and then. A oh, wow. half to one cup of the mango juice. Okay, but that makes a couple. Like, it makes several. Right. Like and, three, th- and then you'll probably get, like, four. three or four. Okay. You'll get, like, three medium sizes out of that. Okay. Yeah, and you'll get, like, four smaller servings out of that. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're making one for just yourself, just, like, cut all that down by whatever I said. So it's only, like, one shot of vodka. Yeah. And, like, half a thing of White Claw and, like, a little sprinkle of Moscato. But yeah, I made and like a full big blender. in this if you are 21 or over. Yes. Yes. That is that is super important. Super important. You know which listeners we're talking to who are not 21. You know who you, you are. You know who you are. Mm. Yeah. That's make good stuff. Make the same smoothie. Just take out all the alcohol. Take out all the alcohol. Still, Still do the tahini. The tahini. The tahini is key. It's key. Key. And it's like spicy, and you're oh. like, why should spicy go with sweet? It just should. I don't know why, it but it should. does. It is. Yeah, it's heaven. so good. So, that's what we're drinking. Okay, that's what we're drinking today. Sorry. <laughs> I just got really excited because I saw our next point we're going to talk about. Okay. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. So, um, we're talking about some Netflix TV shows. I recently just finished Outer Banks. So, Brady's like, oh, we have to watch this show. Started, oh my gosh, Serena's standing over there. She loves it. Have you finished it, Serena? Yeah. She loves it. I watched it. She twice. sent me this t shirt. I feel like she's our producer. She sent me like this, the person like, in the, right, the side is always like the talking. Yeah, that's all, that they're always talking to. She's so happy. And it's like Googling stuff for them. Um, but she she sent me this this um she actually got me into Outer Banks because she watched it and binged it all before I did, and then she comes home and she's like, You would love Outer Banks. And then we sat there this one day that we both had off, and we sat there and watched the entire series in one day. You're and joking. she she rewatched it. She had already seen it and she sat there and rewatched it all did with you me guys think, in one day. Do you guys think it was cheesy like the first one or two episodes? Or were you into it right away? Because at first yeah. I was like at first yeah. I was like, This is like a show a high school kids would watch. Right, right. But then uh, it gets you kind of hooked. And it then, does get you hooked. Uh, Okay, I'm just going to say something real fast. It doesn't give it away, but it's for those of you who have seen it. When the dad goes with um, John B. on the boat. Okay, this might give something a little away, but it's fine. Spoilers, skip Spoiler, ahead. Yeah. Goes with John B. on the boat where he's like, he's going to get stabby. <laughs> and I was like, no, he's not. Like, that is way too obvious. And then like yeah. you, you can see the turning point where the dad gets mad and Brady's like, Stabby time! <laughs> I love your husband. And then, and then things went downhill. He's gonna get stabby. Serena, Serena sent me this shirt and it said, and it was like tie dye, and then up in the corner it said, "I would die for John B." <gasps> yes. And Serena needs that shirt, but you know who I love? I'm a huge JJ fan. I was just gonna say, JJ's like love JJ. Like he John is, B is the obvious choice, right? And like everyone I, loves, John and B. everyone loves John B. But like. JJ has my heart so much more than John B, and I'm just gonna say it, and I don't take it back. What about Pope? Nobody loves Pope. No one really loves Pope. He, but someone loves Pope at the end. Oh, uh, but we're not gonna say. We're not, we're not gonna, gonna say. say. We're not gonna say. I love JJ too. He's just like he's had a really rough life. Yeah, and he's like, and he's the one that's always happy and always joyful and like always there for everyone else. But he's always smoking weed. So yeah, he is that. always he he is always smoking the devil's lettuce. But I mean, you know. Okay, and can I just say this is not a spoiler alert, but. The ending actually had me shocked. I did not think it was going to end like that. 
Mm-mm. I thought there's no way they were gonna get away with that at the end. You know, I didn't think I didn't think it was gonna. End I was like, like that no, either. literally, way. it was like I'm like I'm like it was the last scene, and it was like 30 seconds before it cut out. I'm like, they're not ending it like this. There's no, no way they can end it like this. They're not ending it like this. They're not ending it like this. And then it like cuts to credits, and the little thing up in the corner yeah. doesn't it doesn't say like episode next. I'm like, they can't end it like this. I know. I was like distraught. Somebody said there's more episodes coming out like this fall already. So I really hope so. Hmm. I don't know. You guys need to get with it, though. You need to watch Outer Banks. Serena says no. No. Produ- our producer says no. When are they coming? No. They, haven't they haven't even started filming the second season. Whoever told me that is a liar. That is for the birds. I'm not into that. They probably had to wait and see if it went over well. Honestly. Probably. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, I'm really glad that you'd watch this. I mean, it could actually relate. Yeah. Unlike Tiger King. I don't know. Unlike Tiger King. Okay. The next one, though, is I have not finished this, so do not tell me what happens. Okay. But Brady and I just started Don't F with Cats. Uh-huh. And I am, like, shook. Like, it's somehow progressing into, like, a murderer. But still, who on earth puts cats into a, like, vacuum-sealable bag, sucks the air out, and makes them suffocate, and then takes them out and plays with them? Yeah. Jenna's like, you've only begun. Yeah. It's, it's messed up. But I think what's so cool about it, yeah, obviously he's, like, messed up. But it's, like, internet sleuths. They are, I think it's so cool. Deal. So you guys know I'm all into like my true crime podcast, right? And there's this one with Jensen and Holes called the Murder Squad, right? Okay. So they um, they go into all these cold cases and they talk about it and they do all this research. And um, there's more over in the picture camera. I need I need more smoothie. She just topped off her first glass. Um, Bring the tahini over here while you're at it. Okay. Um. Anyway, and they. Um, dive into all these old cold cases and all this stuff, and um, and their followers actually are all of these like internet sleuths who are really into true crime and like cold cases and all that stuff. And with their audience and interacting with their audience that listen to their podcast and through their podcast and all that stuff, they um, they have actually managed to solve. A few cold cases. I think they're up to like really. Like last time I listened in, they were up to like three, and then that's unreal. Through, yeah, isn't that so cool? Like with through their podcast and with like their listeners like support and, and interaction like knowledge and, and knowledge and their ability to like dig dirt up online, pretty much like internet sleuths, wow. right? They've managed to solve like these three cold cases, and I just think that's so cool. So if you guys are into like cold cases, internet sleuths, that kind of stuff. Jensen and Holes, Murder Squad, on Exactly Right Network, you guys. It's a podcast. It's great. You'll love it. Get into it. Love it. I pretty much that, that covers our, our TV show points, right? Oh, wait. Um, are you watching No. No, no I have time. one. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, what I'm watching right now is, of course, always Scooby-Doo. And I'm almost, I'm almost done with... Okay. Um, have, have I not talked about Scooby-Doo no, before? No, you have. You okay. have, but I'm just like, when is it going to end? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm slowly, I'm slowly getting through... It should be um, over by now. Mystery Incorporated. It actually has an ongoing plot. Nobody can relate. I'm sorry. Yes, they can! My sisters can because their kids watch it. Okay. Oh, okay. Beckham and Adriana can relate. Okay. They know what I'm talking about. Okay. And Serena can relate. Four people. Serena said, unfortunately, Serena, I thought you liked Scooby-Doo. I said, I also watch it. Oh, okay. I thought you said, I thought I said Serena can relate. And I thought you said, unfortunately. I the, um, OG, OG Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo fan. Supporter, yeah. yeah. So um, I can, like, cut out all the parts, but I talk it. <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, and 
there was this original, just so you know what this plot is all about, there was the original Mystery Incorporated. Shut cares. up, Cameron. There was, the originally mis- there was the original Mystery Incorporated. Okay. And they leave behind all these clues to this big mystery that leads up. No spoilers. You have to go watch it yourself. This mystery that leads <laughs> oh up through these gosh. whole two seasons. And it turns out that Fred's dad isn't actually Fred's dad. Spoiler alert. And then, but his original I thought two, you said there was no so spoiler his, his His actual two parents come back in the picture. And Fred's actual two parents were part of the original Mystery Incorporated squad. And then the old Scooby-Doo, because they had a pet on the first Mystery Incorporated squad. Mm-hmm. And, but their Scooby-Doo wasn't a dog. It was a bird. And his name is Professor Paracletes. And it's a bird. Wow. And it's all this stuff that going down. Scary. And I am almost done with it. And Please tell us next time okay. what you learned. Okay. <laughs> Actually, don't. Okay. <laughs> You're so mean. But what I was so excited about is there's a new Scooby-Doo movie coming out on... <laughs> Oh my god. On Apple TV tomorrow. Everyone set their timers. Actually, by the tomorrow, time they, by the time they listen yeah, to the this, alarm will be tomorrow. out. Okay. Tomorrow, is the, tomorrow for us is the 16th because we're recording this early because Cameron's like go, fly, flying off to nowhere. Driving? Yeah, dr- sorry. No driving. One's no right one's now. flying. What the heck? My dog is such a crackhead. One second. Okay, sorry you guys. I don't know why, but my dog just stares at my sister and whines randomly. Like, she literally acts so great until there's other people around, and then she just acts like a psychopath. Anyway, yes, there's a new Scooby-Doo TV movie coming out on Apple TV on the 16th. And it's going to be fantastic. And Serena and I are so excited to watch it. But if you don't care about Scooby-Doo like the rest of us... Go watch Don't Act With Cats and Outer Banks. Actually, go watch those. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I will I agree with that. Yeah. But also watch Scooby-Doo because... And you have to make this mango smoothie. Show. I am literally on my second gloss right now. Okay, and now that we've had um, a 16-minute intro, we're going to jump into the episode. Wait, do you want to tell them what we're talking about today? Oh, I guess I should probably t- tell it them It doesn't matter. I guess about. you can wait till after the coffee pour. I mean, it's a smoothie pour, Cameron. Oh, Get sorry. with the program. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I guess I'll let you guys in on a little secret. Today's episode is going to be about the importance of friendship. And... One thing that me and Jenna don't have. Yeah. We don't have a friendship whatsoever. <laughs> we hate each other. We hate each other. <laughs> All right. So, the importance of close friendship you guys um my notes poor Cameron she does so good when she writes her outlines and then I'm just kind of like I just like word vomit all over the page I don't page. know what we're talking about but I'm here yeah we're here for it <laughs> we're here for it I don't know I had a lot of things going through my head and I was kind of writing them down throughout the day and I was supposed to get this whole outline done last night and it's actually kind kind of ironic because I was supposed to do this outline of like the importance of friendship and mm-hmm. like investing in friendship and all that stuff and then one of my friends was like can we FaceTime and I'm like I don't really have time to FaceTime but I'm like Literally, you're writing about writing it, yeah. you're you're literally writing an outline yeah. uh, talking about why it's important to invest in friendship, and then you're going to be like, actually, no, actually, we can't, can't FaceTime. Right, exactly. So, um, the importance of friendship, and I'm going to touch on all this, but I'm just going to go for it. I personally believe, and uh, actually, it's just true, the world, uh, the world that we live in. Um, definitely puts, like, romantic relationships as, like, the have-all, be-all, like, 
You have mm-hmm. to end up in a romantic relationship of you some suck. kind or you suck. There's something wrong with you. Yeah. You're never going to be happy. Like the key to happiness is to end up with a lifelong partner. Like that's everyone's goal that's everyone's to have goal. Yeah. like the epic love, get married. We've all had, don't you lie to me. I know you have, whether you are married or going to get married or you're single, you have that Pinterest page. Of all of your getting married ideas. Did you have a Pinterest page? You had a Pinterest page. Yeah, I for sure had one when we were engaged. Yeah. I'm sure I had one before that, but. Yeah. Um, And I don't know. I just, I recently, and I was in the same boat for a long time. And I mean, I still, I still would like all that. I would love to be in a relationship. I would love to, you know, hopefully eventually get married, like pop out some babies, have that, you know, special someone forever. But something that's really kind of been on my heart for the last, I'd say, year is just how important friendship is and how important investing in friendship is and how, I think, underrated, good, solid friendships are. So, that being said, um, generally when I talk about, like, close friendships you're going to have kind of like two different, I would say like three different pools, I guess, of friends. So you're going to have your closest inner circle, which they say is three to five of your closest friends who gen- generally share like the same morals and the same um, and the same priorities and kind of the same mindsets on right. things. Like when, like I think about our friend group and we can get together and yeah, we don't agree on every little thing down to the nitty gritty, but yeah. for the most part, it's like, okay, you know, we have these similar thoughts, we have a respect for each other, and we can talk, and even if we don't agree on everything, we can talk about everything that's yeah. near and dear to our hearts, and have, and be heard out, and right. talk through things, and I think that's just, that's just, like, so important to have, it's just some, yeah, you're gonna have those friends where, like, look at this funny meme, and you can talk about lighthearted things, but to actually have those three to five really close friends that you can sit down and like talk about deep stuff with and issues and things that have mm-hmm. really been pressing on your mind I think is like super important and I think it's not like it's not like you guys are going to agree on everything but you agree on like the important things in life right like the things that matter and the things that actually like shape your life are the things that you guys actually are going to like relate with and like be able to understand right each other on and as you're talking about like our close friend group I was thinking about, like, the other night, like, for my birthday, when we all had, like, um, we did that pasta cooking class. Right. And at the end, I was, like, asking my mom about everything. I don't remember what I was saying to her. Something about, I was, like, you probably thought, like, because we got, like, really giggly. Like, we had some wine, and when we're all together, it always seems like we're drunk, even though we're all sober. Like, that's just how how it is. It's, like, we're just, like, thrown back to, like, junior high. And we literally say everything, and and it's, like, an open book. And I was, like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm so sorry. Like, that was probably too much for you. And she was just like, no, she's like, it's just so cool to see you guys interact. She's like, you are all so different. Like, we all, like, have different, like, faith views, and we all are in different places of our life, and, like, one girl's in a sorority, and another girl, like, is in college, and another girl's not in college, and it's just like, we all have, like, all these One girl's super into, like, politics. One girl is, like, a farm girl. One girl is a city girl. Like, we, like, our friend group, every single person in it is so completely unique Mm -hmm. and just like almost opposite like Mm -hmm. we are all opposite of each other right my mom's like it's just so cool to see how you guys can sit down and you're all so different and can have a conversation and like not argue she's like right you guys can all talk about something and see each other's points of view and like I don't remember her wording it was really good but after she said that I was like how cool is that like I don't know. I don't know if it's because we just all became friends when we were so young right or not but like we all get together and we all respect each other's opinions 
and then we can talk, everyone can talk freely about, like, what they believe or, like, a situation or, like, a story in their life and, like, they don't feel like the other person is going to look down upon them because of it or whatever. Because right. we know that everyone lives their lives a little differently and everyone has different morals right. than, like, each of us and stuff. So, I just, I don't know, I think that's yeah. so cool and I'm, I don't know if that's something I could have now because I've grown so much, like, in what I believe in everything. Like, if I right. had a group of friends now, I don't know if we would be able to, like, come in like that. Right. Or if it's because we've grown up together. I don't know. But. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's so, it's so interesting. It's so interesting to, like, think about. And, because it is, it's honestly, it's just so different from anything else that, I mean, that you kind of see. And I almost, something that was really interesting to me after hanging out at your, um, at your part at your birthday party was like you said we're all so different but we know what each like what each and like you said we kind of have different moral standings on different things you know like Megan thinks one thing Callie thinks one thing I think one thing you think one thing and even if we don't necessarily like believe them ourselves we know that that person has like set that boundary for their life and has set that moral line in the sand for themselves yeah and so even if we don't necessarily feel that for ourselves, if we see, like, them slipping up, we're like, hey, 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 you're better than this. Mm-hmm. You know, type of thing. So even if we don't agree with, like, everything or how, or, you know, we don't have, like, the same standards or, you know, the same um, boundaries and all that kind of stuff, we can still hold each other accountable because we've known each other for so long mm-hmm. and we know what's, like, in everybody's hearts. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. So I think that's really cool, too, because... One thing, I think especially, you know, like us as Christians, and we were taught this growing up too, it's really important to have people in your life to hold you accountable, mm-hmm. you know, to really, you know, brothers lift each other up mm-hmm. and and sisters, um, <laughs> lift each other up in like what is good and all that kind of stuff. And I think it's just, a, it's another reason. I mean, there's so many reasons I think it's so important to have friendship. But one of the big ones is, you know, you have someone to be accountable to. Like, yeah. like if you're about if you're about to do something, I'm like, okay, I'm going to tell my, you know, closest friends about this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you about it. I'm going to tell Serena about it. And mm-hmm. then it, it almost makes you pause to think for a second and be like, okay, am I going to be, am I going to feel bad about this? Am I going to feel, like, right. ashamed about this? Is this something that I should be doing? Like, all that kind of stuff. Which, okay, I'm going to, I don't know if I should say this. If you don't say like it. this, cut it say out. It. If you don't like this, because it's about you. You, you told me, I remember you, like, I, I don't remember if you called me or, like, talked to me in person. You are like, yeah, like, I wanted to do, like, a party bus for my 21st birthday and everything. And, like, even if I'm not going to be, like, blackout drunk or whatever, like, I don't know if I should be, like, um, inviting people to that, like, event where, like, yeah. they might be, like, get, putting themselves in that position, like, a position that I don't agree with and, like, all this stuff. And then you chose not to do the party bus. But, like, I feel like you stating that out loud to me and me being, like, oh, yeah, like, that's probably not the best. Like, me, right. like, you, like, going through that whole process with me, I feel like helped you, like, realize. like Realize, like, right. Yeah, that is the best option. I think a lot of the time, too, is, and, and like you said, we're, like, so non-judgmental of each other, but it is, like, it is we're we're that safe place to land to be like I need to talk this through I need to figure out what's going on in my head and I feel like we're almost that like soft voice of reason like maybe that's not the best choice and then a lot of the time the other person will be like okay screw it I'm gonna do it anyway and you're like okay cool I'll be here to pick up the pieces when you fall flat on your face (laughs) right right yeah and like we're still here like we're still here even if you don't you know follow our advice or agree with what we're saying or anything like that Mm -hmm. we're still gonna be here for you at the end of it and then we're gonna be here when you want to talk it through but on that note, a lot of the time I'm like, if I'm questioning this, if I'm questioning this, 
or I'm questioning how someone will like perceive it or if it will set the wrong tone for like my life and who I am as a person and, and what I want to convey to the world about who I am. If I'm questioning that, there's probably a good chance it's not the best life choice. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of time, yeah, you just need to like not care what people think. Mm-hmm. But I think it it's really important to have those like strong people in your life who have at least somewhat of the same ideas and standards as you yeah for sure to hold you up to your own standards because a lot of the time you don't feel like it like Mm -hmm. having standards and boundaries is a lot of work yeah it is and sometimes you just want to be like screw it i'm gonna go live my life (laughs) i'm not at my parents house anymore so i can actually do what i want now so (laughs) exactly but it's not always the case not always the best life choice um anyway um, so, yeah, so you have your close inner circle of three to five friends. Okay. That's what I would say our little, you know, friend group is. And then you have your next outer circle. So they say there's three circles and all, like, the, where, like, Where did you relationship see Where did you find books. this? Oh, the relationship books. Relationship asked. books. And then I, this? there was, like, we had, like, a week long of classes on it in, when I was in France. Oh, okay. So okay. I, like, pulled out my notes, actually, today. And I, like, oh. looked through them. So they say there's, like, like you're, like, three circles of friendship. Your inner circle is, like, three to five people. And then okay. you have your next circle where it's, like, where you are friendly with them. And so what that is, it's, like, those friends that you like, yeah, let's go out to movies. Let's, like, go grab a drink somewhere. Oh, okay. Let's okay. hang out. You know, sure, I'll go to the basketball game okay. with you. You still are friendly with them it's fun to hang out with them but it's not the same as like you come to them with like your deep personal issues because that inner circle you should be keeping like tight you don't want too many cooks in the kitchen don't bring the cooks into the kitchen not too many cooks in the kitchen you can have you know like a bunch of friends that you hang out with you know you yeah you interact with you socialize with whatever yeah as you're saying all this i'm like Picking the people in my life and putting them and you're into kind the of circles. Like putting them into yeah. the circles, right? It kind okay. of, you're kind of like, okay, yeah, I can see that. And then on your third outer, and so that, the next circle is usually about 10 to 15 people. And then your even outer circle from that mm-hmm. is going to be another 10 to 15 people. And those are going to be like your acquaintances. Okay. Right? So you kind of keep up with them through social media. You can carry on a conversation here and there. You know, you'll hang out with them. They're like your friends' friends type okay, of thing, gotcha. right? Right. So those are your acquaintances. And, Pretty much when you are focusing on like building relationships and all that kind of stuff, your main priority should be within your tight circle. And then next, obviously, that second outer circle of your friendly friends, but not your close friends. Okay. And um, anyway, that's just like a little breakdown of kind of like relational. And I think it's, I think it's important too. And it's not like, I don't, I don't, I have this written in the notes later. I'm sorry. I'm going to jump all over a little bit, but I don't believe in the whole like cutting people off thing, mm-hmm. but in relationships and friendships, I think it is important to have boundaries. So I think it's important to like figure out who that close circle is. Okay. Keep it tight. And then if you're like, you know what? I don't think that person should be in that tight inner circle. They need mm-hmm. to kind of like be pushed out to the outer circle. Okay. That's not, it's not a terrible thing to do. It's not a terrible thing to distance yourself. And maybe they just get kicked out to the outer circle for like, a few months of your life because mm-hmm. something they're going through, something you're going through. I don't believe in the whole like cut cut someone off because they're toxic for you. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Yes. Distance yourself. Maybe don't share as much information. Don't toss your pearls before swine. Okay. I've you got, know. I've got something to say here. Yeah. This say is, it. This is some juicy juice. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. Juice. Okay. I feel like which I don't know if you'll totally agree with this, but I feel like for the most part, you and I we've been like 
we've been in the, the very inner circle of each yes. other's lives. But I think there's been times when you and I are in, like, that middle circle. Yeah. Of oh, each other's for lives. sure. Yeah. For sure. So, like, even Jen and I, who are, like, best friends since, like, two, have, right. like, pushed each other out for, like, a few times. Like, right. there's been times where I push her out. I'm like, mm, I had enough of you for a couple months. Right. And then yeah. there's been times where she's like, mm, had enough of you, you for, for, a couple like, months. like, a year. No, I'm just joking. I just thought, no. like, when you left. Yeah. When you left, obviously, that was hard. Like, you're not here. But right. then there's also been times, like, when we are living in the same state and stuff, when it's just like, mm, you know, mm, not so much. So like that yeah. will happen. So it will, yeah, it will happen, and it's okay, and it's okay to happen. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean I feel like we, especially as women, which I think is so hard, and that's why I want to talk about it because I'm like, women, girl on girl friendship, I think is so 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 important, but it's also one of the hardest things because let's face it, women are dramatic, women are catty, we can hold a grudge to our graves. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, is I think that like girl friendship is so important. It's something that I've learned to like cherish so much. And I don't think that like quote unquote like falling outs or mm-hmm. whatever always have to be like this big ordeal. Like we disagreed on something and we got into a fight yeah. and now I'm not going to talk to her for three years and we're going to lose our friend. No. Yeah. You just take a step back. You have some differences. You come back later and be like, sorry. I was on my period. You take yes. you take some time. You squish each I other. I love that. You squish each other to the outer circle. Yes. You come back later and you're like, hey, closer than ever. Let's go back to the inner circle. Let's go back to the inner circle. I, like, our close friend group, when, um, like, there's, like, you know, a couple of them that are, that for a long time were in that outer friend group. Like, I wasn't. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I wasn't communicating with them even monthly sometimes yeah and like yeah I still kind of knew what's going on in their lives still cared about them still you know like prayed for them and all that kind of stuff but as far as like talking to each other on a weekly basis Mm -hmm. it wasn't that so they weren't in my inner circle for a very long time and Mm -hmm. then you know you come back together and you kind of rekindle that and now I would say they're in my inner circle and there's some other people from you know this past season of my life that I'm kind of like okay kind of push the outer circle and I think I honestly think that's I it sounds like I'm like friend hopping a little bit in a sense but I think it's honestly fine because different people are going to go through different seasons of their life mm-hmm. that and you're going to be called to invest in different people mm-hmm. at different measures in different parts of your life too so it's like maybe these three to four people really needed me to invest in their life in this past year mm-hmm. and these people yeah. didn't so much so those people who were in my inner circle had to take a back seat for a while and then these people had to, I had to bring in a little bit they closer. Needed, yeah, they like, needed Right? They friend. needed the connection. They yeah. needed the friendship. Whatever. Right? So I don't really think there's anything wrong with that either. You guys, I'm not a relationship expert. This is just like my experience that I've been through in like the past year. It's been heavy on my heart. I feel like I've been like praying a lot about yeah. it, reading a few different books, that kind of stuff. Um, anyway, so that has been my personal experience um, as far as like the different circles the of friendships circles. goes. Right. If all that made sense. That's like, okay. No, that's like a good point though. Cause I, I don't know. Like I haven't like, until you actually said this, I haven't like really sat down and thought about it, but the circle thing is like really true. And I've also can think of like several people that I'm like really good friends with now that right. like at points in my life, like there was even like a year or two that one of my like closest friends now, me and her were not on talking terms. Like, right. And I don't even know what we were in. Like, not doing well with like now right, we're like right, fine right. but it's just right like, it's just funny and I also think that that can relate totally with like being better in forgiveness and everything like that like you have yeah. to forgive or you're going to be better and if you guys right. ever see the little old ladies at the post office being real mean 
they got some forgiving that they didn't do about 30 right. years ago. So, yep. 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 So, yeah, take care of that. <laughs> um that is my next point is investing in friendship. It takes in all caps work. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a lot of times just like I don't know why we think that like friendship is any different than like a romantic relationship in some regards because yeah. There is. There's going to be hurt feelings. There's going to be fights. There's going to be disagreements. There's going to be hurt feelings. And you have. there has to be grace. There has to be forgiveness. Mm-hmm. There has to be moving forward. There has to be all that stuff. Because friendship, just like a romantic relationship, it takes work. You have to invest in it. You have to invest time into mm-hmm. it. You have to make it a priority to text that person back. Yeah. To, you know you know, comment on their Instagram picture or something <laughs> like love that. that. You know, like whatever it happens to be, you have to be intentional. I that that's something that has been just those two words have reverberated in the back of my mind for the past year. It's invest investing and being intentional. Yeah. Because it's not like those good solid friendships and even the outer circle friendships they take communication. They take, let's go get coffee. Let's talk about some mm-hmm. stuff. What's going on in your life? Let's get past the small talk type mm-hmm. of thing. And it, sometimes it's awkward. Sometimes it's uncomfortable. And it's just, it's just like anything else in life. It, yeah. it's, not, it's not an easy thing all the time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's supposed to be a lot of fun. And you're supposed to be able to go out with your girls mm-hmm. and like go dancing. And you're like, let's go get marked. Or let's go to the movies. Mm-hmm. Or let's have a Bible study. Let's like sit around and watch movies. Like whatever it happens to be. Yeah, it's fun. But also you have to be intentional. You have to have forgiveness there. Grace. You have to take time to truly invest. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking, um, it's uh, the first steps to a new friendship are not fun and they are hard. Yep. But what you guys are going to get from that friendship, if it works out is like so amazing and it's totally worth it in the end. Right. But I do think it's really hard and I've had before, I've had a couple of times, I can think of two instances where I asked someone to like go get coffee or go get a drink or something or whatever. And I was really hard and I was like kind of nervous and everything. And the one, like, we're not really friends now. Like we can like text now and then about like a question you know what I mean like right acquaintances we do the right thing like we had a great time that night but like we're not really friends right but then the other one is like a growing friendship so like it's sometimes it's gonna work out and sometimes it's not gonna work out that's totally okay that's totally okay I mean it's Mm -hmm. it's just like it's just kind of like dating in that regard like I've I've gone on a few like first dates yeah I've gone on a few first dates and like I don't I don't believe in dating casually yeah right that's not what I'm saying but like you're like oh hey this might be okay this might be something let's figure it out you go on a first date no no (laughs) not gonna work out actually actually yeah it's it's just Mm -hmm. it's it's a lot of the same principles it totally is I agree um Okay, and then the next thing that I have written down here is having boundaries in friendship is important. It's okay to say no or to take a minute and evaluate. I feel like we already kind of touched on that. Mm-hmm. But again, you guys, just because like, yes, being selfless is important, being there for your friend is important, but also you have to realize that there's going to be, there's going to be times where maybe someone like hurts you and you are not in an emotionally, mentally stable enough right. place to handle it. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you're just like, okay, cool, we gotta take a step back. Just take a step back. Just yeah. take a step back. It doesn't have to, like I said, it doesn't have to be a big old thing, but it's 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 okay to know what you deserve and what you can handle mm-hmm. in your current state of life, yeah. in your current season of life. And if there's a few people that you just like can't handle because some people, whether we like to admit it or not, 
take more work to cabin your life than others. Yeah, that's true. And that's just, and like, that's not trying to be nasty or mean towards anyone. That's just, that's I just think everyone who's listening it. can agree though. Right. To that. Like, that's right. just, yeah. So I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, okay. So when you, because this seems to be like a big trend and it seems to be a big thing that like, I don't know, motivational speakers and like, I don't know, influence and stuff push is everyone is saying like, like it always seems like, especially around the new year, people are like, this is the year of me. This is the year of choosing me first. This is the year of saying yes to me, 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 blah, 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 blah. And like oh, cutting out and like cutting out those, and like, I know we could like cutting out all these negative people right. and doing all this stuff. Like, what do you think of that? Cause um, I have certain thoughts about that, but it's completely different than what other people think. I'm wondering um, what you think. I think it's complete bogus. Okay, Because, same. listen, we are called iGen for a reason. We are the generation that is obsessed with us. We are the generation that is obsessed with fame, whether that be you want to be famous on TikTok, you want to be an influencer, you want to be a YouTube star, whatever it happens. Not pointing fingers at anyone. All that stuff is fine. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, there's the Beth Moores and the Priscilla Shires of the world and a bunch, you know, and yeah. uh, what's Rachel... Hollis? Rachel Hollis, you know, like like really inspirational women and all this stuff and um and that's all fine and well yeah but also it it has become so prevalent in our um generation in our society today that it's just it's all about us it's all about our own comfort we want to we want to be comfortable any like we have life hacks to make life Mm -hmm. easier and all this kind of stuff and me personally I'm like we weren't especially I mean coming from a Christian point of view we weren't called here to live our best lives. No. And I don't believe we are called to live our best lives and We weren't to, called to live this life for us. Right, and to live this yeah. life for us and to be comfortable. Right. I mean, it says the exact opposite in in the Bible, you yeah. know, and that's what you and I believe in. And it says the exact opposite. It says that we're going to be uncomfortable mm-hmm. and that we should be uncomfortable. And, like, at the same time, like, yes, it's important to, like, take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, we care about our health and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And, like, if you need to go get, you know, you need to go talk to a counselor to help, you know, with whatever mental struggles you're having or emotional issues you're having, yes, please go see a counselor, all that kind of stuff. It's important to take care of yourself. But also at the end of the day, it is not about mm-hmm. you first and foremost. I truly believe in, yes, being selfless, but there's a difference between being selfless and running yourself dry mm-hmm. and letting people walk all over you. Yeah, for sure. There's a big difference between being uncomfortable and and being like being friends with someone. You're like, oh my gosh, I do not feel like being friends with them. They're like a weirdo. They're yeah. socially <laughs> awkward. Like I don't want to bring them around my other friends. Blah blah blah. All this stuff. There's a difference between that and there's a difference between like this person is seriously draining me. Like right. every time I hang out with them, it's just like emotionally like, crippling. I leave not feeling good. I leave. I just leave ex- like emotionally, mentally yeah. exhausted. Like I I need to distance myself because here's mm-hmm. the thing. Being selfless is pouring yourself into somebody else, mm-hmm. okay? If you are around someone, again, you guys are not an expert. If you're around someone <laughs> who is draining you so much that you are unable to give anything else to anybody else, mm-hmm. that person is not healthy for you at this time. Mm-hmm. And maybe somebody else has the emotional, mental, spiritual maturity that they can take on that kind of person. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with being like, I am not the person that this person needs right now because I am barely hanging on because they're in my yeah. life. No, I think that's really good. That's a good way of putting that. So, no, I don't believe in like, in like this is the year of me and blah, 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 blah. It's all about me. And like saying I, yes to me and everything that I want. Right. Because everything that not... I want and everything and I just need to be comfortable all the time. No, 
you're 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 being selfish. Yes, take care of yourself so you can invest in other people. Yes, like please get some rest and eat well and work out. Like I'm not saying that you shouldn't be doing those things right. for yourself. You should be, but, but using your wellness as an excuse to not treat other people well or to cut people out that are just an inconvenience to your yeah, life. Not okay. Not okay because that's what a lot of this current like me culture is, yes, is it's not sure. necessarily you're damaging to my life. It's mm-hmm. you're an inconvenience yeah. and we need to really, really look hard and realize the difference because there is a difference. Mm-hmm. There are those, like I said, there's those people who are draining and then there are those people you're just like, you're kind of annoying, <laughs> which I also think that if we sat there and like, okay, if you were kind of having that more negative, pessimistic mindset and you were like, okay, this person's an inconvenience, this person's an inconvenience, and you like actually sat there and see how many people were an inconvenience to your life, you wouldn't have a lot left because at some point in your life, I'm sure someone's yeah. an inconvenience. And also, yep. if people cut out you whenever you were an inconvenience, I don't think you'd have any friends left. No. no. You know what I mean? Like, nope. they're going to be an inconvenience to you every now and then, and you're going to be an inconvenience to them every now right. and then. And that's life. And that's just like, yeah, that's just it. That's life. And it's also, it's just, and like... And what's so weird to me is that this thing is coming up and and I feel like a lot of people are just using it. Like, I feel like it started out like a lot of things, like the body positive movement, feminism, yeah. whatever it happens to be. It starts out with really good intentions and then it snowballs into people making excuses for poor choices, yeah, right? of course. So it started out as this thing where it's like, hey, you actually need to talk about your feelings. You actually mm-hmm. need to take time for yourself. It's okay to take time for yourself. It's okay to get yourself in a good spot mm-hmm. so you can pour into other people. And we have turned it into the slightest inconvenience means that I'm not taking care of me mm-hmm. and I need to take care of me. And yeah. we've used it as an excuse to get out of things. Like, for example, there was this, there was this, there's this girl in my life and I was around her quite a bit. Literally guys, this is going to make you sound like a horrible person. I despised her guts. I'm like, you are so, I couldn't stand being around her. I could not stand being around her. I'm like, you are so annoying. Yeah. I'm just being real with you guys right now. I'm not perfect. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's just, uh, yeah. that's just it. Okay. I'm not perfect. So I'm getting real with you. I'm like, you're so annoying. Can't stand being around you. Like she, was, she just grinded my gears yes. so much, and it was at. The I be- think we've all had this before. It was at the beginning of, them, and I didn't even know what she did. I didn't even know what it was. She it was just breathed. Like, she would breathe, and I'm like, "Can you not? Can you not? Please!" Oh my gosh. So I remember this one day, call my mom, and I'm just ranting, raving, probably about like she like blew her nose funny and I was pissed about it like that's honestly how petty right. it was looking back but at the time I'm just like she's the biggest inconvenience and I was just like going off to my mom and my mom bless her soul and I told her off and it's you know those moments where you're like shoot you look back and like, my mom was right and I was a complete like just Aww. like butt cheek to her yeah. and you just feel terrible this was what this is one of those moments there's a few of those moments in my life where you're like okay mom was right and I was terrible just a few just a few no just a few <laughs> and she's like well it sounds like she's just insecure a little socially awkward maybe she needs a friend Maybe the Lord is calling you. You know my mom, right? Yeah. Maybe the Lord is calling you to be her like best friend. And I'm like, no. Why don't you try? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, do not speak that over me. Do not speak that over me. I'm like, I don't want. I'm like, no, I don't think he is. And I just like went off about why she was wrong. And my um my mom and my sisters have said this. I got uh, like since I've been in high school. Like they're like, you can't. You can't convince Jenna she's wrong of anything. Oh. Which, I mean, you guys, I have a podcast. I have a lot of opinions. Yeah, okay? you do. So, that, I mean, I am my father's daughter. Until I come to the conclusion myself, you will not convince me that. Me-
What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out. Rocket technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers greater confidence in you. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information, appraisal, and title report. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing matter license in all 50 states and MLSConsumerAccess.org number 3030. Yeah, that I am wrong. I feel like and like I'm working on it and it's something that I have realized in myself over a lot of years and a lot of tears it's something that I'm realizing but it's like a good thing I feel like with the amount of time we spend together in the podcast it's a good thing we have so many similar beliefs or things would not be well yeah things would not be well probably um but no it's something that I am working on because no I'm I'm an idiot like I am a 21 year old I do not know anything okay like I know very little compared to a lot of people out there I Mm -hmm. need to just shut my mouth and like and get a little bit of humility in my life and I'm working on it I'm even reading a book called humility for anyone who cares and um but that being said my mom is like talking to me she's like well maybe you just like need to be her friend and like I am like I just am like firing back I'm like no and I was just going crazy and so then my mom starts getting a little riled up right Right, like okay she's got a German temper she gave it to me and um and so she starts getting a little riled up and she's like Jenna you're not listening to me and she and she starts going off you you know like like she's insecure like she needs friends like how would you feel you know what it feels like to be left out blah 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 all this stuff and I'm like she has friends she's like does she and I'm like well no (laughs) you know and I'm actually back and forth and then finally she's like okay fine and then we like hung up and you know whatever and the next day we loved each other again but then a month passes Mm -hmm. right a month passes and slowly but surely I'm like shoot and fast forward like a year and now she's like one of my really good friends and we go out like once a week oh my gosh and we catch up and we like text each other and we're close and I love her she came to my birthday party she was a hit at my birthday party like everybody loved her and I'm like you've got to be kidding me and and I, I don't think I ever told my mom this but I'm like Gosh, she was right. Like it's yeah. so like ah, it, it it just drives me nuts. And that that is happening more often than I'm like, oh my gosh, my mom was right about everything. You're like, oh, and she Lord. always is. And I'm like, why do I ever even like? Ugh, it's just it's just so funny to be like smacked in the face with that. Right. But coming full circle, you guys, it is so so selfish. It is so 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 selfish to be to just to just not even give someone the time of day because it's an inconvenience to you when they could really be needing someone in right. their life. Yeah. Like you have no idea what they're going through. Like maybe all they need is just a friendly let's you want to come with us? Yeah. Invite them to a group activity. Mm-hmm. Like I think we've talked about this in the Loneliest Generation episode, but just just at the invite, even if they don't end up coming, could just mean, mean so the world to somebody. Mm-hmm. And you have no idea. Yeah. Well, you're over here like, I'm just doing me for me and like, whatever makes me happy. No, they are in a hole of depression yeah. just wishing that somebody right. would like them enough to want to spend time with them. I think even sending somebody like a text message. Like, yeah. I don't know how many times that I've like thought about someone like, oh my gosh, like I haven't talked to them in like months. Like, how are they right. doing in life? And it's like... In your head, you're like, mm, yeah, I wonder, but I'm not going to send that text or whatever. But can you imagine right. how much it would mean to them if you just texted them? Right. Or if That's you just, just called it. them or you, I mean, anything, like just ask them to do something. Like, right. I think about when I start to like wonder, like, uh, which this is like taking a whole nother like 
um, road than like being worried about me. But sometimes I get concerned like that people don't want to be friends with me or I get concerned yeah. like that I'm not good enough. But then I think about it. I'm like, I put myself in the position like, what if this person texted me and asked me to do this? Or right. this person did this or this or this or whatever. Right. To me, like I would like be so happy. So why right. would they not feel the same way? Right. And I mean, if they don't feel the same way, then too bad because I'm a pretty amazing person. Right. So. I'm like the coolest person to be friends with. Whatever. Um, but no, like you're totally right because like that whole like, that whole internal monologue of like insecurity, fear of rejection, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff that like constant in the back of your mind, like what if they don't want to be friends? What if I'm being annoying? Blah, 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 blah. It's just a whole nother form mm-hmm. of being selfish. You're just, you're just caught up in your own little world. You don't care. You only care about what's going to make you feel uncomfortable because because even, yes, you're insecure, you're afraid of rejection, you're afraid of that awkwardness, that's still thinking about your own comfort and what's yeah. going to be an inconvenience for you. So even, even like, that, like, fear, yeah. in a way, is another form of just being, like, really selfish. It is. And it's, it really it's is. hard to realize that. Right. But I've heard you talk about that before, and I'm like, wow, it actually is. Like, it actually is. Yeah. It's it actually to realize. Is. Oh. Yeah. It's, I, I don't know, that, it's... And it's and it's a hard because it just kind of like goes round and around and mm-hmm. around and around because yeah. you're like you're like I'm insecure so then I don't be friends with anyone but because I'm not friends with anyone I'm insecure and it just keeps on going around yeah. and around in this like vicious circle that it's and it's really really hard to get out of and it takes right. like guts and gumption and intention and like prayers from your mother up to the big man upstairs for you to get out of that rut mm-hmm. but yeah it really. It really is, and it took me a long time to realize just how much my, like, insecurity and fear was very, very, very selfish, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Um, okay. Moving on. Um, um, in that same regard, okay, there's going to be some friendships you invest in and get nothing in return. So you need to learn to distinguish the difference and be honest with yourself about how much you can give. We okay. kind of talked about this a little bit. Obviously, creating those, you know, boundaries, it's okay to take a step back, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But also, if you're being called to just invest in someone and you're just like, wow, I'm getting nothing in return, you have to, sometimes it's okay that you're doing all the work for that friendship and you're going in getting filled up from your other friendships. Right. You know, because some people, like we said, they just need that. Yeah. It's, you're going to be their friend and you're going to be their shoulder and you're going to be their, like, Mm -hmm. strong in the storm, right? And you're going to get nothing in return and... If you're in a place where you are, you know, like I said, mentally, emotionally, you know, spiritually mature enough mm-hmm. to handle that, mm-hmm. it might be something that you're supposed to be investing in and you just kind of have to like realize that and be okay with it. Yeah. You know, because sure. I think we've all had friends like that where you're like, yeah. you put everything in, you get nothing in return and you can be kind of bitter about it. Mm-hmm. Or you can be like, okay, I can handle it right now. I have some other really good, solid friendships. Let's do this. This yeah. person needs it. Right. Right? And then, but obviously, it's distinguishing the difference between this person actually needs it and you're enabling this person to kind of be a poopy person. <laughs> That's you know? true. You know, you know, you guys, there's, there's a fine line with all of this. There's a fine line with all of this, you guys. And you have um, to just apply it to your own life. And you right. have to, you're the only person who's in charge of your life. Yeah. And you have to pick and decide, like, okay, like, this is going to work right. for me. This isn't going to work for me. Right. Like, Jen and I can't be like, yeah, you got to do this or no, you can't do that. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. Exactly. Exactly. So. And like I said, we're not experts. This is just what, like, my, we talk about our personal experiences, you right. guys. This is what we've experienced. This is what I've experienced, especially, like, in the past year, mm-hmm. but in my, you know, friendships, relationships overall, too. <clears throat> okay. Um, so, 
there are going to be some seasons where you're called to invest in friendships and people more than others. And there are going to be seasons when you're going to be mostly alone. Do not get discouraged in this, you guys. So I would say like my past year, I like like, you know, like every now and then I'm like, okay, what has this past season been teaching me? Oh, I like good. to like something. Reflect. Right. I, I do like to reflect. I don't like to dwell. I like to reflect. Okay. Ooh. And it's something that they, it's an, actually an exercise. They yeah. taught us in France. I always feel like, like I'm like, like, let me just brag about my time in the Europe really quick. But no, but seriously, they, they taught us to like put a word to your season, whether it's a three month season, whether it's a six month season, okay. whether it's a, <clears throat> whether it's, you know, a one month season, whether mm-hmm. it's a two year season, whatever it happens to be. And I feel like my first year in, in Sioux Falls was really a season of being alone and being okay with being alone. Okay. It was like, okay, you've gone through all of this like training and you know, you've you your relationship with God has gotten closer, but mm-hmm. when rubber meets the road, would you really be okay if it was just like you and Jesus stranded on a desert mm-hmm. island, right? And I'm just like Ugh! And it kind of, it really jolted me a little bit and I went through a really hard time, a really dark period, but then finally I kind of realized what was going and I was kind of I started looking for, like, the lessons in that season. And so, yeah, you are going to go through seasons where it is just going to be you, yourself, and I, Mm -hmm. right? And and that's okay. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to go through those times of aloneness. You don't have to have, like, a thousand friends throughout your entire life. I think it's important to have that time with just yourself to learn who you are without the influence of other people. Mm -hmm. And that's something, like, super interesting that I didn't think that I hadn't ever really thought about until I went through it I'm like who am I without um a bible school who am I without my parents who am I without my home church who Mm -hmm. am I without my home group of friends and it was this time where kind of just about everybody distanced themselves from me Mm -hmm. and I don't think it was like but it wasn't purposeful or to be hurtful it just naturally happened happened because of everything everyone was going through in life but I think it was meant to happen so I could like learn all the learn this different stuff about myself and you know like my shortcomings and my weaknesses and things that I was actually interested in and things that I struggle you know yeah and like all this different stuff it was definitely a time of learning but then I would say this past year now has been all about like really investing into friendships and being intentional in relationships mm-hmm. and like fostering like healthy healthy friendships not just friendships where you like sit around and you gossip and whatever and talk bad about the girl who's not in the room like no that's kind of an unhealthy friendship I'm sorry to say but also you know like like really good like platonic healthy friendships with other guys too you know like Mm -hmm. I've I've been on a lot about girl friendships and I have been really investing in my girl friendships too but like also those guy friendships and I think that this last season of my life has definitely been a lot about being intentional with friendships and relationships because here's the deal. You're not always going to have that. Yeah. You're not always going to have that. And there's nothing wrong with either season. There's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with an alone season. There's nothing wrong with a season filled with friendship. There's nothing wrong with a season where you are in a relationship with someone else and you can't focus so much on your friends. I was just going to say that when you're in a relationship with someone else, especially when you are married, it is like totally different. You know what I mean? It's completely different. Like you can't just have like those random like guy friends or you know what I mean? Right. Or like, yeah, you can be friends with guys, but it's more like in a group setting. Like I know that you'll go get like lunch or supper with like some of your guy friends and like hang out. Like I would never do that because I'm married. I'm like, see you Brady. I'm going to go get lunch with my dude, other guy friends. (laughs) Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I would say, I would say even in a, in a, um, 
even when you're like dating someone, mm-hmm. I don't think I, right. I personally, I personally don't think it's appropriate to have, right. to have one-on-one time with guy, with yeah. guy friends. No. But me being a single gal, obviously like most of the time I'm doing it, I'm hanging out one-on-one with one of my guy friends, like in a public setting or, you know, in a group setting or whatever. And you know them really well. And, you and know I know them really well. Yeah. And I know their intentions. I know where we stand and, you know, healthy boundaries, all that. <clears throat> How I grew up and all that kind of jazz. And, um, and it's something that I can do right now because I have the time. Yeah. It was so, it's so interesting to me because, I mean, you know, full honesty here, you know, about like five-ish months ago, I was kind of like toying with the idea of getting further involved with a guy friend and I just I didn't have the time I I realized when Mm -hmm. it came down to it I'm like I just don't have the time okay and and because I you know we had like our podcast thing going Mm -hmm. and um and I was I'm like I'm like I have all these things planned with my families and with my friends and all this kind of stuff and I'm like I'm like cool I can schedule you out in about in about like two and a half months to hang cool with that (laughs) how's that and he's like no and I'm like okay sounds good (laughs) and like and that's the thing because right now I'm at a point in my life where I want to prioritize all Mm -hmm. that other stuff and there's nothing wrong with the fact that when you're in a relationship you can't prioritize that same stuff your priorities shift in different seasons it's gonna be different it's gonna be different and like yeah, and obviously you can speak to this, but juggling, I mean, juggling friendship and a relationship is not easy. And you can't, mm-hmm. you can't, you can't invest in as many friendships when you were in a relationship with a guy just because you have to have time to have a healthy, you know, romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. I was actually just listening to like Sadie Robertson's, one of her podcasts recently, and she was talking about how like she had this time where she had all these really great friends and they were all super close and like she lived with some of them and like they all like hung out all together and then she met her future husband and like they started to hang out some and like she's still more with her friends, but then they started to get more serious and she's like, there is going to be that shift. She's like, yeah, right away, you shouldn't just leave all your girlfriends right. and go hang out with your guy, but there's going to be that shift that when you guys do start to get more serious, like you're talking about getting married, like yeah, he is going to become your center of of your universe and he is going to become he's going to be taking it more time than like your girlfriendships and it's important to see like what times in your life that it is that you should be spending more time with like the girlfriends and what time you should be with like your guy or I mean if you're a guy listening to this like your significant other so like that is important to see that and everything and it is totally different like my life looks totally different than Jenna's. Like, Jenna right. can, like, go off and... <laughs> that sounded, like, really, like, weird the way I was about to say that. But Jenna can, like, go and um, go out to the bars with her friends one night or, like, go get a movie with some guy another night and all this stuff. And it's, like, I, like, have Brady to go home to. And, like, I don't know. We have, like, right. our little, like, routine and everything. And right. it's just, like, if I was just, like, oh, hey, see ya. Oh, hey, the next day I'm going to be here. Oh, hey, this. Like, three nights in a row, he'd be, like, he'd start to feel, like, really, like, left out and lonely. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. So, like, um, and when you are married, that is, like, the other person is after God. Is, like, your next most important right. relationship. It's and, your family. Yeah, exactly. It's your family. So, yeah. It's yeah. totally going to look different in different It's seasons. totally going to look different in different seasons. And, and that's okay. And mm-hmm. it should. Yeah. So, if you are in, like, you know... I was talking with another friend about being content in life. And Mm -hmm. that's another thing that I would urge you if you were in like a season of singleness, be like, okay, what am I learning in this season of singleness? Okay. Like what, what, what's happening here? Or, you know, like I'm missing my friendships because Mm -hmm. I am starting in this new relationship with Mm -hmm. this guy or with this girl and all this stuff. And I have kind of started distancing, we are getting more serious and started distancing myself from my friends and I'm missing those friendships. Well, okay, you're moving, you're shifting, it's changing, mm-hmm. life is changing. Look 
for what's happening around you now and the mm-hmm. lessons and and the unique opportunities that are happening around you now because wherever you are in life, there's a unique thing happening right here now, whether it be through your job, whether it be in your social circle, whether it be, um, you know, what's happening with, you know, the government or whether it's what's happening that inspires you, whether it's the music that's getting released now that's, Mm -hmm. you know, inspiring you to go paint a masterpiece or whatever it happens to be. There are unique things happening every single day that are, it's never going to be the same again. Mm -hmm. Day by day, month by month, year by year, everything is changing and you'll never get these moments back. Mm -hmm. So look for the uniqueness in all of them and figure out what you're supposed to be learning. Figure out what, what you're supposed to be, where you're supposed to be investing your time into Mm -hmm. or me, or maybe you're just supposed to be chilling. Yeah. Just being still. Just Just hanging out. Like a villain. Just hanging out. Take a bath. Do a face mask. Right. You you don't you don't know. You don't know. You don't have any plans. You're not busy. Cool. Maybe this is your time to be chill. To be like alone. To be to calm down. Yes. You know? Yes. I feel like coming out out of quarantine, a lot of people have had that and a lot of people have been going through that. And it's gonna be really interesting actually to see as all the states and the world starts to open back up to see like what people have learned in that time that they were alone with themselves. They were alone with themselves. Because it's not an easy thing. Mm -mm. It's really not to just be like alone with your thoughts. Mm -hmm. It's very easy. Like the mind is a scary place. It's easy Mm -hmm. to spiral. Mm -hmm. It's easy to get into a scary place. But like it's also I don't know. I think it's so important too mm-hmm. yeah. to be able to, you know, kind of um, navigate that minefield in a way. But yes, friendships important. Um, let me look at my notes here really quick. Um, um, okay. <sighs> okay. Some friendships are just for a season. Covered that. Not all friendships are meant to be. Oh, that's a good one. Not all friendships are meant to be lifelong. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have really close friendships, and I had some friendships. That I was like, this, these are going to be forever. These girls are going to be in my wedding. And we were yeah. like so, so, so close. Yeah. And then I popped out of that environment, of that like time in my life. And there's like to the wind. And Bye. I'm like, oh. That's and it so was really, and it's like sad. sad. Yeah. And I was talking to Mim about this. She's a pretty open person. So I don't think she would mind me sharing. Um, I was talking to Mim about this. And it's like, it's hard because you went through something like, personal and deep with those people around you in a season of your life so it just makes sense that you went through so much personal growth and changing in your life and they were there to witness it and work you through Mm it that you should just be lifelong friends now but that's not always the case right and like and it's okay and and yeah it's gonna hurt and you and you Mm -hmm. almost even go through like a grieving process Mm -hmm. and that's okay Mm -hmm. like you're gonna lose people some people you're gonna think are for life Mm -hmm. and then they aren't and it's it's no one's fault. There's no hard feelings. It's just it wasn't meant to be a lifelong friendship, and that's okay. And that's also like the beauty in um, friendships in the world we live in is like you can go live in one city for a while, or you can go study abroad for a while, and you're gonna meet these people, and you're gonna like impact each other's lives, and you're gonna like never forget them. But right. you also might never see them again, and then you're yeah. gonna go impact the next person's lives. And it's like we're all here, and we're all impacting each other, and we're just like this big flow of like energy, and it's just beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So it's. Yeah, it's crazy to think about. Yeah. And I love it. And our producer's making noise. Our producer. <laughs> like, she's slinking across the apartment. She's got to tinkle. She's got to tinkle. <laughs> um, and, okay, so, but also on the flip side of that, I definitely think there are some of those friendships that are meant to be 
like lifelong, if not mm-hmm. very long term. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you need to nurture those relationships, you guys. You need to care for them. You need to feed them. You need to feed them. You need to feed them with intentional conversation, intentional time together. Just like you do a relationship. Sourdough starter. Sourdough. Oh my god. <laughs> That's the first thing that came to mind. I just made sourdough bread this oh last week. Gosh. And I was like, gotta feed it. Gotta get the little gotta guys going. It. Gotta get them going. You can't just like, you can't just like not talk to a person, not feed into the relationship at all yeah. and expect it to flourish and grow okay, and wow. be strong. This is so relatable to sourdough. It real is so fast, relatable real to fast. sourdough. I did not understand. I've never made sourdough before. I had my sourdough starter in the fridge, pulled my sourdough starter out of the fridge. About two seconds later, I whipped up my batch of bread. 12 hours later, it still hasn't rose, risen. There's no rising. I'm like, what the heck is going on? I text my sourdough starter dealer. She's like, yo, you got to take it out of the fridge. You got to feed it for a couple days. Got to get the little guys going, things moving. Mm. And then you make your sourdough bread. Two days later, do that, and my bread has risen. I love it. Yeah. How relatable. Okay. <laughs> how, how relatable. How relatable. So treat your friendships, your, life, your friendships that are meant to be lifelong or at least long-term like sourdough bread. You can't just ignore it. Also, don't put it in the fridge, actually. Never put it in the fridge. Never put it in the, never put your sourdough starter in the fridge. Well, no, no, no. You're supposed to. Or but never if, put your friendship talking, in the fridge. Yeah, but if we're talking about lifelong friends, maybe don't put them in the don't fridge. Don't put them in the fridge. Don't do that part. Don't don't freeze them out. Don't freeze them out. Because with sourdough starter, when you don't want to make any bread for a while, you can put it in the fridge. But yeah. That's a little selfish. That's a little that's a little selfish in, in regards to friendship. Too. Wow. <laughs> okay, how late is it? Alright. So yes. You need to also nurture friendships that are meant to be lifelong because I do believe there are some friendships out yes, there that yes, should, yes. that are meant to be lifelong or at least long term. Um, okay, making new friends is hard, especially when you start getting older. Mm. Um, okay, so I wanted to give you guys like some practical ways to meet friends. Obviously, work. Okay, mm. but I know mm-hmm. some people um, that are like stay-at-home moms oh, or like yeah. super busy moms, and just because you have like Three kids and a husband and a house to upkeep doesn't mean that girl friendship isn't important. Mm -hmm. Like, that girl friendship, women to confide in who are going through some of the same things type of thing, is still important. No matter Mm -hmm. what age you are in life. Even our our moms have good girl friendships. Mm -hmm. They can go to. They can talk about things. You know, that's not necessarily, like, family. Because I, you know, thinking about my sisters, I'm like, yeah, we have each other. You know, built-in friends Mm -hmm. through sisters, but, like, also actual like friends right. that you chose. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You're like, they're all, we're all stuck with each other, but like actual friends that you chose that you can confide in that, you know, have, have a different bias than your family members. Mm-hmm. Right. And I know for a lot of people it's hard, but again, it's, it's this whole thing about, it's, it's about being, in, it's about being intentional. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like, whether that be, you start a, you, you look and you try to join a book club or you start going to like a comedy club. I got to think, cause I'm like, I'm like, you can't really, like, go, like, the bars sometimes aren't the best places to meet friends. And so then I'm like, so I got to start thinking. I'm like, well, actually, there's a comedy club that just opened here. So, you know, maybe, maybe Mm -hmm. search out some different social. Excuse Excuse you. Some different, like, social gatherings. See if somebody else, you know, like, hey, I'm going to start doing, um, reach out to some acquaintances that, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I'm going to start doing. Every other week, game night. Come yes. hang out. I'll Love have game nights. I'll make supper. Whatever it is. And like we said, it's going to be uncomfortable at first. Right. But the payoff in the end is so good. It's so rewarding. You ha- you have someone. And 
also don't think that it's not important don't think that it's Mm -hmm. just for like young people in high school and college Mm -hmm. and just getting out of college no we are literally creatures who are made for connection Mm -hmm. relationship friendship yes i think if the coronavirus has taught us anything is that we all desperately need friendship relationship that that connection we need each other Mm -hmm. and I, I can't I can't speak to being married, but I think the friendship, even in marriage, is still pretty important. It's still okay, important to yeah. have friends. Yes. Um I have talked to, to somebody older who is married and she was like saying how she felt lonely like in those many years that she was married and didn't have friends. She's like, Yeah, I saw my husband and it's like he didn't totally understand, but like I still was lonely because I didn't have friends. Yeah. So it totally is totally still important. Yeah. So yeah, I think I mean, just like Cameron said, like friendship at any time is important mm-hmm. you know even if you do have a husband you're your forever person mm-hmm. even if it's just like one or two other friends it's important it is it's important um so yeah practical ways to make new friends game night go to a comedy club maybe see if someone wants to start a book club or if there's already book clubs going on or or go join the community garden yeah okay join a bowling team join a bowling team like you guys most cities even like small towns yeah. you guys they have things put in place if you like seek them out enough mm-hmm. they have things put in place or there's some boutique doing some like oh, events every like like once every night a week or yeah something. like yeah. once a week there's there's tons of stuff happening yeah. all the time whether you're in a small town big town whatever look look into your church look into your city look mm-hmm. into your local shops people are doing stuff so other people can connect because i think everyone knows that in a in like the day of social media it is easy to communicate it is not easy to connect mm-hmm. so people are trying to bridge that gap of people want to connect mm-hmm. they don't know how mm-hmm. there are people a man right right there so, <laughs> so there are people putting Say in it a little effort. bit louder for those in the back a little bit louder for those in the back anyway there are those people yes. who are trying to make it possible for you to make friends. You just have to get on the Google and see what's going on in your vicinity. Okay, we need to take a quick pause here for Cameron to pee. All right, Cameron's done tinkling. Sorry if anyone is cringing because I just used the word tinkle. Um, I just have a couple more things to go over, and then this, we're going to wrap this puppy up. We're going to wrap it up. It's getting along. Hang in there. Listen to it in two parts if you need to. Whatever. But... I just wanted to talk really quick because I feel like the reason that a lot of the time, I know that a lot of the time, I say I feel all the time, I'm like, no, 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 I know. I might, my, my knowing and my opinion might change in a couple of weeks, but for but now, for now. <laughs> but for yeah. now, I know that a lot of times friendships and investing in friendships often take like a back seat because we are all chasing romantic relationships. Oh, Yeah. For sure. So I want to touch on that because after all this about, you know, different dynamics and friendships and healthy boundaries and blah, 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 and this and that, I think a big problem with friendships and the reason people don't invest in friendships as much as they should and um, the reasons people are starved for friendships is because I feel like for the most part, a big majority of us are just chasing after that romantic relationship. Because like I said earlier on... At the beginning of the episode, our culture has made, like, the end-all be-all, the road to happiness is, like, the Skittles at the end of the rainbow is Mm -hmm. what I'm talking about, is Mm -hmm. 
a romantic relationship. Mm -hmm. And we just idolize it so much that our friendships take a backseat. It's like, no, it's not, it's not what I want. It's not what I want. I want, I want the, I want, I want the goods, you know, I want the goods. I want, I want the cute relationshipy stuff that we see in all the rom-coms, whatever. Okay. I want the bleep. I want, what? I want the bleep. I'm trying to figure out what cuss word you're putting in there. No, never mind. Never mind. Okay. Never mind, okay. Never mind. Uh, okay. This is fine. Never mind. Never mind. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. Um. So, yes, our culture idolizes romantic relationships as the have all be all, the end goal to life. How happiness um revolves around romance, like all the time. Okay. So the different things are obviously. I feel the biggest things that um add to this is. Media and entertainment. Okay. Okay. Excuse me, I just talked to Luki. Um, <laughs> we're getting too comfortable on this podcast. We're getting way too, getting comfortable. Way too comfortable. People we're like, probably like, what like the, is period, this? the period, the period, the period underwear episode, and we're just like, well, there it is. It's all out there now. Let's go. Um, the other day, someone I was I was talking to someone, and they're like, like, well, that was a lot, and I'm like. Oversharing is just kind of my thing. It's just that. It's yeah. just my like I I have a pop. It's just my thing. I don't know how to not. I told Brady. I told Brady a topic. I was like, Brady, if we ever need you and me to do another guest episode, I was like, let's do it about this. And he's like, how about not? No, no, I'm not comfortable <laughs> with that. And I'm like, oh, okay. I doubt that we pretty much shared everything anymore. So right, right, right. Oh, it's just so funny. Okay, so media, right, is. A big factor into why we all like I like goo goo gaga for love or this mm-hmm. skewed image we have of love anyway because the world's version of love is just like so jacked and mm-hmm. it's a whole nother episode that we can get into at a later date okay but to give you a quick little oversight about why it makes why it makes friendship take a back seat okay. is we're given the message again and again that romantic relationships are the most important thing and the key to happiness I've said that five times before wow um but just to give you a little like some statistics i couldn't find an exact statistic for movies but there were a lot of comments that was like 95 percent of movies either are mainly about romance like romantic comedies or you know whatever they have romantic storylines or whatever love storylines or they're like an action movie or a thriller with underlying subplots of romance in them. I mean, so true. There's always uh, just a about, little bit. In about it. about every every single yeah. movie, TV show out there. Yeah. People were saying online the comments yeah. about there were no actual studies done on this, but everyone's like about ninety five percent of movies and TV shows out there, mm-hmm. if they're not solely based on like a love story Mm -hmm. there is underlying subplots in just about everything for sure so even like i said even movies that are centered around friendship still have an underlying story of romance and relationship like how to be single and someone great i thought about like firsthand first because even in a movie where it's like yeah being single is great which both of those are kind of inappropriate um don't judge me too harshly i got a great laugh out of both of them um but you know in like how to be single it's supposed to be like yeah being single is great but i'm pretty sure she ends up like falling in love with some guy in the end yeah and i'm like okay cool so like what was the movie even about like, what was the point of this? right and then someone great i read the topic of single and listened and right. now i'm just so confused right so. and now i'm just so confused like i thought i was gonna feel good about being yeah. single after this movie and now i just want a boyfriend again it's fantastic fine. 
And then you have that movie, Someone Great, which, if you guys don't know, it's, like, three best friends living in New York. The beginning of it, this girl, like, breaks up with her boyfriend, who has been his boyfriend forever, and blah, blah, blah. And even that, like, yeah, you see these, like, three friends are helping mm-hmm. each other through life. They're all going through different things, and they're best friends, and they're vibing, and they're having so much fun, and blah, blah, blah. But there's still those underlying, like, she just broke up, and there's this other girl in a blooming relationship, and blah, blah, blah. Right. And there's all these underlying tones of relationship, mm-hmm. and love, and romance. So I just thought that was kind of interesting. Okay, and then I have actual statistics for these next two. Music. Statistics show that over 65% out the, 65% of songs out there are based around a romantic theme, whether it be a breakup song or a love song. Of the remaining 35%, while not primarily about love, still manage to mention it here and there. So, like, even if you have, like, a song, again, about, like, friends or, like, mm-hmm. I grew up in this town, they'll still manage to sneak in, like, like, those country songs, like, I grew up in, like, a water tower town, I don't know, <laughs> right? They'll still be like, I dated this girl who was a cheerleader, right? Yes. <laughs> right? Like, even if it's not primarily, like, a love song or about, like, a romantic something, they'll still, like, sneak it in there so you don't even oh realize. Yes. Like, seriously, next time you listen to a song, you're like, this isn't about romance, Bet you it mentions it Right, still. somewhere in it. Bet you it does. At least one verse. At least one verse. At least one line. At least, like, it's, it mentions it. I bet you, I bet you bucks. Um, okay, and then books. A 2005 study showed 64% of novels sold and read are solely romantic novels, which, again, doesn't include the other genres of literature that have other primary th- themes with underlying romantic subplots. So that would be, like, your... Hunger Games, your Divergent series, right? right? They're like action, but hey, 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 let's throw a love triangle in there. Yeah, so it's like everything. It's just crazy. It's it's everyone's catch-all. Yeah. You have like you have like a mystery book, right? Like where what was that? Where the crowdads sing or something like that? Yeah. Right? Okay, that was like a mystery, right? Kind Mm -hmm. of. It, I mean, there was a mystery in it. There was a bunch of stuff in it. Right. Yeah. But it still had romance in it. It did. Am I right or am I right? Right. Right? Okay. That's what I'm saying. Romance, so, it like sells, you know? It's it does. Yeah. And it just it just again and again, it just like drives into our brain that this is how you're happy. Mm-hmm. This is what makes people happy. This is what you want to achieve in life is mm-hmm. a relationship, a romantic relationship. Wow. I don't think that is necessarily a, a romantic relationship, getting married, having babies, having that life with someone else. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad thing. It says in the Bible, get married. Be fruitful and multiply. Mm-hmm. Okay? It yeah. literally says that. Right. Well, I still think some people are called to be single. Also, yeah. Okay, yes, I still think that's a very good thing, but we idolize it so much that it, cl- it like, it literally puts blinders on our face. Oh, we're yeah. like, we're like, no, nothing else is great because I'm single. Yeah. I can't appreciate anything else anything, because I'm single. right. Mm-hmm. And I just, it's just so sad to me because I, because f- I know I was there at some point in my life and mm-hmm. I see other people in my life who are in that, like, same boat yeah. of just... They don't care about anything. They don't see anything else. They can't be happy. They have no idea. Like, they're not learning anything. They're just, like, treading water. Like, like where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Where is he at? Just, like, just like a, a shark looking for the blood. Yeah. Like, that's literally all mm-hmm. it is. And it's, like, so sad to me. Like, you're missing out on so much. Mm-hmm. There's so much more that this time has to offer than you're giving it credit for. And learning so much about yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Which, again, is nothing against being married or being in relationships. Well, I mean, obviously, Those are great. it's nothing against that. You have one married girl over here. Right, you so have one I, married girl over here. It's fine. I just think our culture pounds it into our heads a little too hard mm-hmm. that, uh, like, the importance of it. Yeah. No, for sure. I totally agree. 
So, I just wanted to touch on that a little bit because I got a little, like, vehement. Is that the right word? I think it I is. I have never heard that word in my life. Vehement? Uh-uh. <laughs> I literally, I do this so often. It's always at least, like, one word I throw into the podcast where I'm like, like, is this a word? I don't know if that's actually a word, but I feel like it is because I do a lot of reading. This um, good. Anyway. So, yeah. Um, yeah, one second. Let me, like, let me look at my notes here really quick. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, we are made. Did you want me to talk about that? Oh, yeah, I did. Thank you. That's <laughs> why it's in big bold. Bolded, big, big bolded letters. letters. Let me just scroll right past I just read it. it. She's like scrolling and I read this thing. It says, Cameron, give insight into how you manage time with friends and a husband. I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so I'm trying to think. I think for, to start, uh, it's been, I'm not going to say making friends and like, Having friends has been, like, the easiest task in life. And I don't think it necessarily... Yeah, it probably has a lot to do with having a husband and, like, a significant other, like, back when we were, like, dating and um, engaged in college and stuff like that. But I also just think, like, Jenna was talking, like, she had, like, a year where it was just kind of hard. You were in a new place and all that stuff. And we've kind of had that, like, Brookings was a newer area, and now I've been in Sioux Falls more and stuff like that. And so it's just, like, actually getting comfortable with people and, like, and stuff before reaching out and having those friendships. But I would say that... For starters, like, if somebody, if somebody, like, asks you to do something or whatever, like, don't turn that down, especially if it's someone you want to be friends with. Like, even if you and your husband, like, me and Brady are together, like, every single night. And, like, yeah, if it's one special date night that we had planned, like, once in the whole month, that's different. But if we were, like, just going to watch a show together or something like that and someone, like, texts me or messages me is like, hey, do you want to go do this or whatever, I think it would be, like, really like, selfish of me to be, like, oh, no, I'm, like, I already have plans with Brady, even though we don't really have plans, we have plans every night. So, like, you have to be open to that, and you have to be open to going out and doing things with people, and I also think, I've talked about this before in the podcast, I think couple friends are huge, because it gives you that time to connect with other people as a couple, and it also, like, gives you that time to connect with another woman, and then, like, he can connect with another man, like, you guys, um, you know, you can talk about, like, all the different things that you guys can relate with, and he's really good about like if I'm gonna go do something with my friends or if I'm gonna come to Sioux Falls to podcast with Jenna or all that stuff or whatever he never tells me that he doesn't think I should or anything like that and I think that's huge like you need to be supportive of each other and you need to be supportive of each other finding friends um I would say um when we first started dating I definitely like put my friends kind of to the back burner because it's new and it's exciting and all that stuff And it just took me a little while to, like, see, like, okay, yeah, I need to, like, prioritize my time with my friends and, like, him. Like, I need to, like, split it and it be, like, more equal. Um, I don't know. It's still kind of hard because we were all over the place, honestly. Like, right now we're in Gettysburg. We were in Manchester for a while. Obviously, when we're in Manchester, we're the only two people we really know. Right. We're traveling together. Um, But, and now we're going to be in Brookings the next year and a lot of our friends have graduated so that's hard. So it's really hard to say, like, I feel like our friends are constantly living in different places. Mm. But, you know, if it ever does come the time where, like, all of our friends are living in the same, like, if we have a bunch of friends and we're living in the same place, I think I'd be able to talk more about it and, like, talk about, like, making time with friends. But I would really, like, I don't know, like, having, like, a Tuesday night that was dedicated, like, to the ladies. You know right. what I mean? I think that would be important. But... I don't know, it's really hard because I don't live in the same town as any of my friends, really. Right. And we're always living in different places, but we're, like, at our fourth location since we've been married and we haven't been married two years. <laughs> yeah. So it's just really, it's really hard, honestly, to, like, I don't know. Like, yeah. To be able to talk about that, and it's hard to, um, 
even like keep those friendships and it's like when I'm in a different location like I'm in Gettysburg I have been texting my friends I guess this is a little bit of insight of how I manage it I've been texting my friends um that live there and put them in a group message I'm like hey let's go do this or hey let's go do that and I just tell Brady like I'm doing this with my friends you know and he's fine with it and I think that if your significant other isn't fine with that that's a conversation you guys need to have and need to figure it out because obviously you can't spend all your time with them so right yeah I don't know um I know that at when you guys like first were back in Brookings after Manchester and stuff you were saying that it was hard having like friend time because or being invited to different things because everyone thought that you and Brady were a package deal. Oh, yes. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like that still happens, for sure. Like, Brady will, like, he'll have, like, these friends he meets at class and stuff like that, or, like, different people he'll meet and stuff, and then once they find out he's married, like, it's, like, all, like, reaching out and connection is just, like, lost. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, okay? Like, <laughs> we're each right. our own person. It's, right. Yeah, no, and that's definitely true. And in Manchester, that was huge. Like, we would meet people and it seemed like we were going to like have these cool friend groups and then it's like a couple conversations later and they find out we're married and we're never invited to anything. Yeah. And so that is hard. I don't know. I just think that you need to, I guess, make it known to those people that you are open to having friends even though you're married. Right. Which I think is obvious, but I guess with people our age, it's not obvious. They're like, right. oh, you're married. Like you're in a different spot in your life, blah, 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 blah. It's right. like, in our real, like, marriage-wise, yeah, we're in a different spot in our life, but, like, I'm still going through the same obstacles you are at this age. Right. You know? Like, like we're all learning to file our taxes yes. here. Like, I'm still, <laughs> so it's really weird because I'm going through, like, certain obstacles in life that, like, people my age are, and then I'm going through other obstacles in my life that people, like, in their late 20s are, you know? So right. it's, like, so, it is honestly weird, and it is kind of lonely, but I do feel like I'm finally starting to get, like, so, some more closer friends. And we're starting to get those couple friends. And it does it does make you feel a lot less lonely having those friendships and right. stuff. So. But, yeah. I guess my advice to that is when people think you're a package deal, just be like, just let them know, like, hey, like, I'm open to having girl time. Brady doesn't always have to be there. Right. And Brady being like, hey, I can come hang out with the guys. Like, Cameron doesn't have to be there. Like, I even told Brady when he had someone come over one time where I told some guys, I said, if you want to have some guys over, if they're going to come over, I'll leave. Or I'll go to the bedroom and close the door and won't come out. Like, right. that's fine. Right. I want you to have those friendships. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we covered a lot, and I feel like there's so many things. As I was, like, as we were going through this, I'm like, oh, my gosh, that could be an episode in itself. <laughs> that could be an episode in itself. That could be an episode in itself. But, um, yeah. We covered like we, a lot. We yeah. covered a lot. hmm Yeah. I know, again, you guys, I, I we said this, but I feel, like, I, I feel like I always need to give a disclaimer because you guys can't talk back. Yeah. Like, and I feel kind of bad about that sometimes because I'm like, you could be like 120% like disagreeing with everything we say and we would have no idea. Mm -hmm. Guys, we're not experts. We talk on our experience and we hope that it lands on the ears that it needs to. And if, if it's not for you, cool. Just, just enjoy your funny anecdotes here and there and lose all the rest. (laughs) I don't know. Go re-listen to another episode. (laughs) Yeah, go re-listen to another episode. But, um, I hope... Hopefully, I don't know, this has helped you guys a little bit, and if nothing else, like, helped you if you're in a time of discouragement Mm -hmm. or whatever, you're struggling with where you are in life, hopefully this makes you feel a little less alone, because I know that there's definitely been times in my life where I'm like, if I could have just felt a little less alone, Mm -hmm. y'all, we've been there, someone else is there right now, it's Mm -hmm. five o'clock somewhere. That made sense in my mind, not so sure, it's It's getting late, it's It's fine. fine. Okay, final thoughts? Um, if you love this podcast, go leave us a five-star review. 
and and a written and, and a, a written review. You guys, we love written reviews so much. Like Bring I feel like in. I feel like we beg for them, but I'm at that point where I'm just like, I love written reviews so much. I love to know what people are thinking yes. and what kind of which episodes you like. Yeah. yeah, which episodes you like. What you want to hear more of? Because honestly, we can't hear you guys um talk back. So. Yeah. This episode's about to end in about, like, 30 seconds. So, do not forget, once this is over, either go send us a message, leave us a written view, comment on our latest Instagram post, let us know what you thought, let us know what you liked. All of you who do lots of commenting all the time, we love you. You we are love our you. favorite. You are the fan faves. Instagram, at Coffee and a Combo Podcast, and... Twitter is um, at Coffee a Combo One. I've been saying and combo. It's Okay, uh. so, Coffee... A convo one. one. Yes. That's what Twitter yes. is. And yeah, we will be here again next week. So tune in. Okay. Love you. Bye. Love you guys. Bye. What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick and loans, internal data. Points and fees may apply. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. And MLS consumer access.org number 3030.